Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, Arrow After Buzzers, what's going on? Welcome to another fabulous after show for episode 21, Monument Point. Don't go anywhere. We have lots to talk about. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. There's so much going on in this episode. We're excited to break it down just for you and for those of you who did your homework and followed us on Twitter. Thank you. My name is Allie Conner Bradford. You can follow me at Boys and Beauty 01. So do that right now, or we will not start the show. Go. No. Lex Michael, all of our social media at the Lex Michael. <laughs> I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. T A U R I J Y. Hi, all my buddies. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaje. That's K I A X E T. And I do not regret this choice of opening song. I never will. Yes. Oh, P.S. Be sure that you co-host the show with us. All you have to do is join the hashtag, hashtag ABTV Arrow. We'll read your comments and talk about some of the things you want to chat about because, you know, this is interactive. These I'm days. also watching the live chat, so that's a thing yeah. as well. That's what I was trying to say. Did I not say that? Uh, halfway there. Okay. You got the hashtag. Okay. It's also very important. Okay. Teamwork. Yeah, you have such a great voice. Uh. You should totally be on a podcast. (gasps) You think so? That's a great idea. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) we're here to talk about Arrow, right? Okay. Oh man, let's do this. A Rubicon. That's the first thing I want to talk about because that is what's destroying everything. Yay! No. Not quite. Okay. Yay. All right. No. Well, anyways. Nuclear weapons, kids. I did love having Felicity's dad back, but oh. My God, the worst Dude. timing on the planet. Can we have this conversation? No, Chatty Kathy. No. Much? So since we're talking immediately about the fact that Noah came back and helped them try to heist this piece of equipment, this whole time that they're doing this and Oliver's walking through the halls and the the cap pulled down and trying to make sure nobody sees Oliver Queen conspicuously wandering around this building, I'm asking myself, what what happened to your friend, Where's your super tech-savvy buddy who works there. It's in his lab. And nobody would think yeah. it was weird if he was there. Yeah. That is a strange He's choice. He's on vacation with his husband. Maybe. Yeah. That, maybe. Right, okay. I, I will buy that it's been a very stressful couple of weeks for Curtis, and maybe he's out of town. He needed a break. But yeah. Otherwise, I'm going, Where where's where's your dude that you could have just been like, hey, can it's, you grab the thing? Thanks. Right. Especially <laughs> since they did refer to Curtis's office or his yeah. lab. Right. Um, but going back to Steven's outfit. Oh, Steven. Arrow, whatever. Anyway, going <laughs> back who you're to talking about. yeah, you know what I mean. Going back to his outfit really quick though. I like that his mask was, or, and I could be wrong, but it just looked like a turtleneck that was oh, pulled it did up, all the yeah. way up to his eyes. That's, that's uh, interesting. I that was great. Yeah, it's interesting. I like okay. I like to imagine him shopping and going. I would like a turtleneck that's at least seven sizes too big for me, please. <laughs> Why? I get cold. Have you ever folded a turtleneck up? That's true. They do they go do for that. a while. That's, yeah. that's a good point. It's <laughs> not one of those, oh, this is specially made. It's like, oh, no, you have a regular turtleneck, and you start unrolling it, and you're like, 
oh my god, it's also a hat. (laughs) (laughs) I grew up in turtlenecks, okay? Oh, you poor, poor thing. Oh, well. Anyway, um, (laughs) we lived in Montana. It was cold. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was five. Um... <laughs> so it's anyway, like it's like you're aggressively trying to justify the turtles. I was five and it was very chilly. <laughs> well, either way, Oliver was in disguise. That's yes. his justification. So, and P.S. That was a great scene when he was fighting in the staircase. By the way, just a little side note. Yeah, I know I derailed. We all derailed for a little bit. Uh, but let's actually talk about Noah. We have and a train. What? We have a train. We do. Do we? <laughs> After Buzz Train Toot. Okay. Hot damn. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yes, going back to Felicity and Papa, not so smoke, but you know. Calculator. Yeah, there you go. Calculator. Everybody wants him. Dark has obviously figured out. So, you know, something's important when Dark wants you dead. I thought they were just going to want to kidnap him, but when Brick said, yeah, just kill him. Like oh damn! And oh, then bringing back the little game that Brick had, like mm-hmm. oh yeah, you I was, do that. Yeah. I was really happy to see Brick, if only because Vinnie Jones is an actor who every time he speaks, he makes me smile. Yeah, <gasps> always. But okay, so Katie, have you, you seen just, Gallivant? I have not. You need to watch. I hear Gallivant. really good things about Gallivant. Yes, but so you just brought up the game that he plays, and he's about to hand. Noah the gun to give him a sporting chance most dangerous game etc and of course Oliver fires an arrow through Brick's extended arm and when that happened I thought to myself so you're a criminal in a city that for the last four years has been known primarily for having at least one Hawkeye in it at all times (laughs) why if you're a criminal do you ever extend your arm for more than about a second at a time because you're almost certainly going to get an arrow through it and Kevlar is not going to protect you from that no Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. This is like way ahead of time, but I will say this. Did you guys notice? So when Lila started sending her people on to the ghost, she said shoot to kill, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've got half this team that shoot to kill. Let's go. And then I was curious if Oliver Oliver was going to abandon his whole morale of just arrow to kill. Oh no! I mean, he didn't. He shoots to maim. He yeah. shoots to debilitate. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Also, Sylvia Love in the chat supports me on the turtleneck thing. So, ha! <laughs> ah! well, okay, so the <laughs> other thing, too, since we're, it, it crosses both streams, what? So, Oliver, when he's in his disguise and he's fighting on the stairwell, another fun, like, close quarters combat situation, he's also just beating up these poor security guards that are just doing their job. I know that the one guy wasn't very nice to Felicity, but the security guards aren't evil. You know what I mean? But they're going after her! You gotta stop them somehow and saying, excuse me, sir, um, do you mind not going upstairs while my girlfriend gets something she's not supposed to from her own company that she just got fired from? Oh, totally! I know that the situation that they're in necessitates hitting a couple security guards, but I felt really bad for these guys because Oliver doesn't hit softly. Oh, no. I mean, it's probably the most action they've gotten in their <laughs> whole existence. That's true. This is like something they go back and tell their wives about. They're like, honey, I got beat up today. No, no, I no there the- were bees. There you go. There were bees. I love the idea, though, of like the Palmer Tech security guards after work that day. They're all at the bar down the street, and he's like, I think this one's going to scar, Dan. And they're really <laughs> excited. Wow. Yeah. My wife oh. makes me use Neospore, and I don't have any scars. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Let's talk about Dennis the asshole. Sorry. Dennis the asshole, because he really made me mad. Um, For those of you who don't recognize who Dennis the asshole is. I am not familiar with this DC Comics character. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't make it into the new 52. (laughs) Either way. Uh, No, I actually felt like he got some sort of gratification out of getting Felicity 
you know, fired. I mean, obviously he's frustrated with her because she hasn't been shown up to work. And it's just interesting the way they obviously wrote the script to make it seem like, well, this better be worth it, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm tired of running this company for you. Hey, it may as well be my company. Let's get everybody to vote you off and I can run it. Yeah. At least that's how I took it. I could be wrong. Well, and they he, will probably hire another CEO. You, Yeah, I mean, and they voted her out, right, because she was going to essentially give away the implant that helped her to walk again, which would yeah. have been an incredible, like, an amazing, amazing thing to do for humanity. Not yeah. just medical science, but humanity. humanity. Yeah. And, of course, the corporation, being a corporation, cannot Once. allow that yeah. unless it's going to profit. Yeah. yeah. Well, but here's the thing. If you do something like that, the publicity is amazing. Right. It will bring in so much other, as opposed to being, I bought a drug that can, you know, help with AIDS. Let's raise the pill by five, let's raise the price by 5,000%. Yeah, make it unaffordable. Like, we're right. doing the same thing. Publicity doesn't pay bills, guys. No, but it brings in more contracts, and right. it brings in more customers, and it brings in more, hey, these people are pretty great. We should do business with them. And the it, publicity itself doesn't pay bills, but what it will bring in will likely be a heck of a lot more than that. Yeah, and right. if, 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 say what you want to get, it's like, oh, I need to go get a, a Blu-ray player. And all you really know about Palmer Tech is it's the company that benevolently ended paralysis as a concept then you go for buy everyone. You're going to buy a Palmer Tech Blu-ray I'm, player. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to support this company. They're really nice. <laughs> you're going to buy their cell phones. You're going to buy their batteries. You're going to buy their laptops or whatever the heck they do. I mean, if all you know about a brand is, hey, they cured paralysis, you're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to give my money to those people to show that I support them. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, like when BP had the oil spill, their prices went down so quickly because no one was buying gas from them right, because right. they had an, an oil spill. spill. And God knows if they've recovered. I honestly have no idea. But it's that same thing. If you do a big enough publicity stunt for good or for ill, it's going to affect your bottom line. Mm -hmm. And so it's extremely short-sighted and selfish of them to be like, no, we're we're not we're going against your plan, as opposed to we are going to publicity the ever-loving hell out of this. Mm. And I say this with no business degree, so I could be completely <laughs> wrong. But this is the trend that I have seen occurring. Well... When Dennis the asshole dies from the big explosion, <laughs> right, right, Dennis. <laughs> when uh, he'll be really, when. he'll be he'll be really sad that he was the one who got her fired. No, he'll be dead. That's yeah, he true. Won't. He'll be <laughs> he'll be sad as he's dying, guys. <laughs> yeah, it'll be his last thought. I Maybe regret I have. Go, 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 go. everything. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'd like to imagine that. Right after he that scene, he's like, "I'm gonna take a, a nice little vacation to Haverport." And oh God! <laughs> Bring out your dad. Oh, I don't dear. know. Uh, well, Chad is talking about anarchy. Okay, I mean, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about. First of all, what I want to know about anarchy is how Where the hell it? did he get into the bubble? Yeah. That nowhere, nowhere, anytime in the Arrowverse there is a big facility, high-tech, very advanced, where some discreet stuff is happening, you can be assured there is no security whatsoever. This is a running, th it's their base, this this place, Star Labs in that in that other town, nowhere has doors. The bigger the place, the fewer the doors on the place. Apparently. But I feel like Star Labs has an excuse because it was still very much a public place, a whole bunch of people were employed there, etc. Just because it's no longer a viable business doesn't mean that Google Maps can't still find it. Right. So your secret location is actually not a secret. It's a very huge public place. The Arrow Cave and the Death Dome don't really have an excuse. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Aside from drama. 
I mean, he's a sneaky, sneaky guy, and he was auditioning to be a ghost. So, like, you would have to imagine that oh. he has like intelligence uh, oh. and like infiltration skills. But here's the thing, okay? He's trying to take down Dark, right, by making his plan go awry. But at the same time, if his plan falls through, there's a lot of plans going on right now. Everybody dies. What's the point? Anarchy. 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 <laughs> and then he dies too. So what? Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so you're you're trying to apply logic to the plan of an abjectly crazy person. That's right. true. Yeah. That's true. I feel I, like I did love that his whole thing with Thea just went completely insane. Yes. Calling her mommy. That's right, thank you. That, that, I have no idea where that came from, but woohoo, that was messed up. And then talking about, oh, you don't need another man clouding your decisions. Right. Like, you you huh. are what gives feminists a bad name, buddy. Right. <laughs> she made that decision. But that conversation, that same conversation, did yield what for me was the best moment of the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. Which was which was Lonnie going, You're not a pawn. You're a queen. Long pause. Get it. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and it's like, he I'm not sure if he really knew that it was like I don't know if he was trying to be funny or if he doesn't know how to do jokes or what. <laughs> it was great though. I, I, I feel like someone wrote that and they're like, no, we can't actually deliver that kind of pun straight faced. We've done it before. We can't because like that delivery happened and we all looked at each other and went, Oh my god, really? And then he went, get it, and we all just lost it laughing. So that I think that's what really landed that was him mm-hmm. being like, do you get the joke? And the audience going, <laughs> oh, now it's funny. <laughs> now it's funny. So I thought that was pretty dang great. That was and he killed Alex. So right? Yeah, that was so <laughs> They're fast, either though. dead or evil. Well, now I, he's dead. First of all, first of all, Alex drank the Kool-Aid because he was over here talking about Oh yeah, Rove told me the plan. It's a great plan, Genesis. We need a redo. I'm like, what? Uh, is that the he's missing half his chromosomes? Is he? he is. is he yeah, yeah. He's, are you he's, sure? He hasn't he like is. neutralized, come off the high, the pill wore off, and he's just an idiot. I mean, you, 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 idiot. your chromosomes don't grow back. <laughs> But that's not how science works. But <laughs> then why do you have to take the pill multiple times? Why did he have a whole bottle? If it destroys it once, then you would only need one pill. To he keep you compliant. Because then exactly. after a certain point, even so, if your chromosomes don't grow back, eventually you're going to go, oh, I don't feel good and this is weird. Right. So it but, may be something that keeps the balance and fills in for the missing chromosome. <laughs> I literally just said science doesn't work that way, so I have no idea what they're doing. But no, chromosomes do not grow back. He was super brainwashed. There wasn't a lot of getting out of it. I just feel bad for him because he wasn't evil. He just got hosed. Yeah, but like I'm bummed for that reason, yes, but also because he never really had an opportunity to be much of a character. He really did. Yes. He didn't. I felt like, I hoped this was going in a direction where, okay, yes, he was brainwashed. He became a puppet of Rouvet. But that maybe when inevitably the team saves the day, as we assume that that there is a season five, right? Yes. At least least one of the series regulars will live through this. Right. So once they save the day, I figured maybe you get him back and this is an opportunity for him to actually have something to do as a character. He went, oh, I was brainwashed. And even though it wasn't necessarily my fault, I contributed to these awful, awful things. And maybe, you know, it it would make him more active as a presence. But Andy was still super brainwashed and he hadn't been on the pills in 
a while. Fair yeah. point. But, well, you know, as I was gonna say, I could only imagine being the actor and reading this whole script throughout the season, and be like, "Yeah, like I have this role on the show. This is awesome." And then getting that script and being like. Oh, uh, I have so much potential, son of a... Oh, I'm, I'm really dead. quickly, though, at Billy Jean Girl 18 says, do you think that Thea should give up dating altogether? Starling City guys will be a lot more safe. I feel like once <laughs> oh. she escapes from the dome, maybe spend a year over like in, in Keystone, where everyone, at least outwardly, seems more pleasant. I think she should date an ex-league uh, member. She should. You know what? She should date Nissa. I am now shipping <laughs> Thea and King Shark. Ah, oh, yeah. I, that. I want that. You're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> You're going to need a ship. Uh, <laughs> wow. Shut up. That was amazing. <laughs> Hashtag Thea Ark. Thea <laughs> Nice. What about Thea's dad? Let's just talk a little bit about Malcolm. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What, Hashtag, Hashtag King and Queen. There. Uh, oh! <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Okay. No, dude. That is the ship name. Okay. King and Queen. King and Queen. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, now that we've really accomplished something here tonight, <laughs> let's let's move on. You were saying? Oh, so, oh. I was just talking about how... I'm so just gonna, happy right now. I was just going to talk about Malcolm. Yes! Yeah, let's talk that about guy. that jerk. That one. Who just came to save her. And I, was I surprised that he's the one who's responsible for bringing her down there? At first, when he walked in, I went, you. And then I went, oh, yeah, you're always doing that. Never mind. <laughs> That's and I love that Thea straight up called him out for being predictable. It's like, I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was this. I knew that was that. What I found interesting is that Malcolm completely rolled over in front of Damien Dark. Like, once I realized that his plan was inevitable, I'm like, I'm sorry, didn't you used to be Ra's al Ghul? <laughs> right. Well, the you artist know, well, formerly no, no, no. known Wait. as... No, no, no. How he said, it's like what I was planning to do, the Glades, but just on a bigger scale. Writ large. Yeah, yeah but still, he, he straight up went, yeah, once I figured out it was inevitable, I figured I'd join the winning team. I was like, thanks, Knockout. It's just, <laughs> ugh. That didn't feel very much like him. That felt like him giving up. Like, we have a reason. We need a reason for him to be allied. Well, he thought he was screwed, so he's saving his own skin. I'm like, no, no. Since when does he not have, like, Wait, 15 different Xanatos plans going? He does sound just like him, though. To always, like, really be out for himself and his daughter sometimes. But, like, but, but to he's not welcome and be like, nah. Here's the thing. If he could keep himself on the straight and narrow... No? Okay. Mm. If he could keep himself narrow, straight, narrow, ah, arrow, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. if he <laughs> could keep himself like this, right? Gold star, you He could have actually joined Team Arrow and been such an asset because he does have so many skills. It's just that he cannot, for the life of him, not be selfish and try to do dumb shit. Oh, no. Yeah. I think after season one, that, that ship had pretty much sailed. Well, no, but I'm just saying he could have redeemed himself. He was in a place where he could have redeemed himself, and he just chose not to. He attempted to commit. He attempted to commit location-based genocide and wound oh, yeah. up killing his own son in the process. Uh, he just kind of took a leap off the slippery slope in season one, and there is no hauling him back up. Yeah, at, at best, that's a lot to walk. Back. You don't yeah. redeem you know, from genocide. Here's <laughs> what you, you know. Don't. Here's my problem. Here's here's what's happening. Really, in my mind, in this dome piece, what's going on is I see. 
John Barrowman, the dancing, prancing unicorn with all these talents, <laughs> and I love him. Right. And then you see him as big, evil, bad, and somehow it just gets mushed together, and I still find myself liking him, even though I shouldn't like well, him. He's crazy oh, charismatic. The in yeah. character, so out of character charming. line. Got yeah. it. But also, I really, the big reason that I want to see Malcolm aligned with good, at least for the rest of this season, is that. I really want there to be running at the same time two comic book shows featuring a guy with a robot hand fighting something called Hive. <laughs> okay. Really, really want that. That would make me really happy. I just... Here's my thing. Okay. Well, S.H.I.E.L.D. has its season finale next week, so work fast. I know. It's literally like... And it's going to uh, it's gonna air before the next episode of Arrow, but it would make me really, really happy if that I could watch it for two hours on Tuesday, <laughs> and then I could watch virtually the same plot for an hour on Wednesday. <laughs> that would please me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Alicana's on board! <laughs> Yay. Um, oh, Alright, so totally right lost now. my train of where I was going, so uh, John let's Barrowman. move on. Yeah. yeah. You're saying that... You know, uh, you know what right. it is also, too, though? Because he's always looking out for Thea. Not necessarily in the greatest way, but there's somewhere in there, there's a little heart that cares about her because he keeps on looking out for her. Not she has told him so, 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 so many times to, A, screw off, and B, respect her boundaries, and he is doing neither. So it's a little less respect for you and a little more what I want. Yeah. Well, I yeah. feel better if my daughter's okay, regardless of what she wants. I think this is best for her regardless of what she wants. And you know, if I brainwash her along the way and use her to commit a little murder, that's okay. Yeah, no, that's not because okay. Because it's what I want, and therefore it's okay for her. He's not a good dad. No. So no. he does not have Thea's best interests at heart. He has his own best interests at heart as they pertain to Thea. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. When Someone was gonna the... pick up that mic? <laughs> I mean, okay. When was the last time that we actually saw him firing arrows? Because he hasn't had a hand for a Well, he, do, he had a really cool one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he did Sweet it today. Prosthetic. No, he did today, but I'm saying, like, that's, that's what I was thinking. When he did that, I'm going like, hey, he hasn't done this in a while. Well, he... Ca- he you it's called rehab. Kind, you don't have that kind of PSI with your teeth, right? let's be real. Physical therapy, okay? Uh, but no, a but even before he lost the hand, I felt like it had been... It was a while before that. Like, he would show up with his... his Goon Squad, right? But he, I don't remember him firing any arrows of his own for a while because he, he didn't have he to. Was a Ghoul. That's a good point. Other That's a good point. He, he was Black Ghoul. Arrow to Raz Al Ghul, and now he's Black Arrow again. It's a good point. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, kind didn't of? realize he changed his name again. Damien <laughs> Dark Flunky Number Five, member yeah. of the board. I don't know, but he did eh. actually reveal the whole Genesis plan to Thea. Not that it matters because obviously Team Arrow figured that one out. But I, I just thought it was interesting how he's like, this is what's happening. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's a, it's a reveal. I feel like the reveal is more for the audience even than Thea because he's oh, giving yeah. this information to the but character who can do who can do the least with it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like it literally, I felt like in my brain it went right from him explaining this plan to Thea, one of the heroes, to everybody else going, hey, where's Thea? I haven't seen Thea in a while. Yeah. Why have they not looked for whatever? Uh, really quick though, I like this. At Billy Jean Girl says, "Do you?" Th-? She says she thinks that Malcolm has a man crush on Damien Dark. What do you think? Eh, I think so too. I think Malcolm doesn't have a heart, so <laughs> he's. I mean, unless he's just on the inside, secretly very scared of Damien because he has been so. Compliant. Everyone is freaking scared of Damien Dark. Have you noticed that for the first half of this season, whenever Oliver was like, "Yeah, we're fighting Damien Dark," everyone else would kind of go. Bye-bye. <laughs> nope. 
Nope, 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 nope. Just, you know, put on their hat, walk out the door. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Everyone had that reaction. It was really good buildup for Damien Dark, not gonna lie. But it was also just like, of course he's scared of Damien Dark. Everyone's scared of Damien Dark. What? And then he shows up and you're like, okay, we've got reasons to be scared of Damien Dark. This was good payoff. Yeah, and like, look at how close he is to actually pulling off what every other villain has tried to pull off a version of. Right. And, you know, it's, he's doing Genocide. it. He's right. doing it bigger. It's like that, that moment where, where Malcolm does say, it's like, it's what I did, only it's bigger. There was like the moment in Force Awakens where it's like, here's the Death Star, and here's Starkiller Base. Yikes. <laughs> it's, uh, it, yeah. And, That's the most understated. Yikes. <laughs> yikes. I think, I think Malcolm does see it is you know it is like everything he does very self-serving and you could almost call it cowardly him falling in line and, and rolling over that's what i think it is but it's also like i totally get how in malcolm's perception of the situation he could really pull this off and you if you're malcolm merlin you are probably better off following damian dark not being one of the millions of people who die horribly, right? And then maybe figuring out how to usurp him later. Yeah. Well, and, and Malcolm's not trope savvy enough to know that the show is named after Oliver, and therefore <laughs> Oliver and company will succeed. Right. So. Um. Actually, I do want to talk about the whole ninety seconds left before missiles start launching, and obviously the GPS situation where for two seconds there, Felicity thought she was doing something great until she found out that a city actually did get exploded, and Lila's there to go, well, I mean, tens of thousands is better than a million. Given how densely populated the East Coast is, you can't really drop a missile anywhere there without hitting a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. And so it is the lesser of two evils. That doesn't make it less of an evil. Right. It's like, uh, yay? But wait, now do you guys think that, like, the writers obviously did this. What? The writers (laughs) actually. Obviously, uh, that's what they did. The writers obviously did this for a reason. Did any of you see it coming as far as a missile actually hitting something and that many people dying? Because to me, that's foreshadowing so much more that's coming in the next two episodes. I'm glad they went through with it. Uh, I mean, seeing a, a nuclear bomb go off is always a bummer. Um, <laughs> wow! But like, it's a bummer. For sure. Like, I, wow! I'm glad that it wasn't just like, oh, we stopped him, hooray! Like, there are actual consequences. Yeah. And, and, like, we have two episodes left, so we need something to happen that kind of drives everyone forward with gusto. That yeah. said, and forgive the preemptive pun, I don't think this show is going to deal with the fallout of that. Go oh, pun. Both literally and metaphorically, I don't think we're going to get a lot of talk about just what a nuclear missile does when it goes off in a populated area because you have everything that gets incinerated within the blast. You have the radiation. Mm -hmm. You have the the mushroom cloud. You have the radiation that goes up into the atmosphere and falls as acid rain. You have it is a whole big ecosystem of murder. And I don't think the show is going to address this. Like, uh, I, I don't think that's going to come down the line. I disagree. I think that that's going to happen in season five. They obviously don't have time to do that in the next two episodes, but I definitely think that they're not just going to start fresh with season five and be like, oh yeah, that happened. No big. Like, we just had anything- Chernobyl in Virginia. That That's going to require a lot of talking. And I don't, I, I honestly don't think Arrow's going to do it. But I think that it gives so much room for the writers to create other things, other whether it be other villains or other catastrophes or other things that come into play, 
that will create a new storyline. Because now Mutated you've got meta humans that yeah. get their powers from radiation. Oh no! <laughs> the the saying. first thought that I had was the Monument Point Accords. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and, like, I, Wrong uh, canon. Yeah. I the, the problem, as I see it, is I feel like if you're going to make a move like that, and it's that's a huge deal, he just st- set off a nuclear device and killed tens of thousands of people. And then, yeah, if you're really going to deal with the reality of it, and of course this is not set on our Earth, so they, they're not beholden to reality the way certain other shows would be, but if you're actually going to address it, you're going to deal with the reality of it. It's not just a lot of talking, but you're dealing with... I mean, the, the idea of somebody dying slowly from radiation poisoning is horrific. I mean, there's there's dark, yeah. and then there's people dying over a long period of time from radiation sickness dark. And I feel like that might be a bridge too far. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll, we'll probably hear about, like, the the outcome or the fallout or whatever and like I think that at some point maybe Felicity at the end of the season will be like I need to go over and help them or something Mm -hmm. but we're definitely not gonna like really dive into like people moving to Haven, Port Brook Well no I just think that some of those people are gonna come into the Arrow world Right. Next season. Yeah. And I just, I feel like this is something that is not going to be treated with the gravitas that it should have. They just went up a level in terms of consequences. Because for the most part, they've been localized. The Glades, the city itself, the city itself again. This is the first time it's gone outside of Starling, now Star City. And I, I just, I feel like it's not going to touch on that, that they're not going to treat it. They're not going to give it the time that it needs for that. And then also, you know, we talked about, I think before we even got into the studio tonight, we talked about how this season has been a series of constantly elevating stakes, stakes going bigger and bigger and bigger. And yes, it was... I can't believe I'm saying this. It was just one nuke that went off. But, it, but you know, the, they dropped a nuke. Right. Yeah. And the plan was to drop a lot of them. The plan was global nuclear holocaust. And I feel like once you hit global nuclear holocaust, as far as where you're putting the stakes, I don't know how much bigger or more dire you can get without it literally being a reality-ending potential catastrophe. Right. And the fact that they feel the need to continually up the stakes in a widespread destruction way and less in a extreme extremely personal sort of way. I, I I feel like that's almost a misstep on the writer's part because again, you went this big. Where do you go from here? Eh? But on the flip side, you killed one of the team. There's a lot of places you can go from sure. there. Yeah. Yeah. And we've seen that a good badass normal can take down half the city. We had Brick running the show for a good long while yeah. in Oliver's absence. So they're able to do something like that. It's when they go to this huge supernatural ridiculous catastrophes that we kind of go, "Okay, now what?" It'll get stopped. <laughs> like, I mean, well, yeah, yeah it'll get <laughs> I mean, stopped. Probably. But then what do they do for season 5? Cuz I was out. talking about season 5. I want yeah. all I want the power vacuum from the League of Assassins to be an issue. But right. I feel like that's something we went, we don't have a League of Assassins anymore. And they haven't addressed they that. They went on either. vacation. They were, Calm down. They were all in that town make up blown up. Yep. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> yeah. That's why no one knew where it was. It was an assassin town. <laughs> I don't know. Um you know, speaking of all these deaths, at one point Felicity goes and she hugs her mom, right? And it's this last hug of, what is that for? I hope I don't have to tell you. Uh, to me, that was a tough moment, too, because that is a moment of, I'm going to go leave right now, and I'm going to go try to save the world, and just in case I don't, 
I love you, which, by the way, wasn't the only I love you that we heard today because Donna redundantly told Lance that she loved him after giving him the biggest guilt trip ever in life. I get where she's coming from. I don't know if I agree with that. I feel like this was some hilariously manufactured drama. It was interesting. Honestly, it was really, really interesting because she's never had that... Did I we need saying, this? No, Did it was really this weird. This I mean, but maybe maybe it leads to something in the future. It was just interesting how she just walked up and was like, "Oh, by the way, I snooped. Oh, by the way, I read this. Where, where are the repercussions of that? Thank you for trying to give me some good morale about my daughter, or excuse me, your daughter, and how you should just own up to the truth. But he's trying to a save his job so he can continue to do what he does. But b why, woman, why are you in my stuff? So considering her whole thing is, I don't put up with liars, it does seem a touch hypocritical that she went through his stuff. And I totally agree, this feels very much like manufactured drama, and I'm not totally sure why that was in this episode, but... They couldn't think of another place to put it. There could have been a reason If it has it. set up for the next two episodes, I can see it, but the way things are going, I don't think we can do a does he keep his job as the police subplot right. in the next two episodes. It seems certainly compared to everything else that's going on, uh, a little less important. It's like arson, uh, murder, and jaywalking. But, but I'm also totally in favor of giving Charlotte Ross more to do. Okay. Because I feel like over the course of this season, she has quietly become one of the show's most consistent MVPs. Yeah. And I love... She's she's imploring Quentin, and I, I like that his name is Quentin. Uh, she's imploring him to really consider, the, you know, stand by your principles, your ethics. Don't sign this just because, et cetera, et cetera. The way she is qui- like quietly rolls a tear, like she doesn't break down, she doesn't get crazy, overly melodramatically emotional. Just quietly rolls a tear as she's as she's giving him this speech. I'm like, that is excellent. So I'm just like, I, manufactured, yes. Give me more, Charlotte Ross. Yeah, if, if I were to pull purpose from the scene, it's all. It was also to kind of establish her her experience with liars and and remind us how she feels about like. Felicity's dad and her experience with that. Who's in this episode? Who's back in this right. episode? Yeah. So okay. I would say that that was the main purpose. And she it still about- wasn't the best way to shoot. Well, it. no. It I, was I gotta be honest. So it was a little weird though when she was telling Felicity the whole TMI moment where she was saying the love cabin. Well, I call it the love cabin, but you know. Dad made sweet love, and oh, can I tell you, he went all night long. And I'm thinking of the calculator, and I'm looking at him, and I'm thinking of Donna, and I'm all, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. He's got it all blended. Nerds have stamina. <laughs> I, I, whatever. Either way, I was just like, mm, That's no, what I need to put on our shirt now. No. Nerds, Nerds have stamina. stamina. More than hacking. Huh? Yeah! Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, speaking yeah. of, it's starting to drive me nuts, because the term hacking still gets used incessantly in all forms of media <laughs> and every time I hear hack or any variation on the word hack I hear Tony Stark from Iron Man 3 going it's not the 80s nobody says hack anymore <laughs> and it drives me nuts because you talk to I mean look I don't know every computer programmer that there is but I know a few and every one of them is driven up a wall by this because apparently that it's just not a so word so then what's the new anymore. name what right. are they called I, I would guess something a little more colloquial and less war gamesy Something more like we've got. I'm in. We, yeah, like we've got to break into this computer, not use the word hack. Yeah. I don't know. Computer Code programmers, breakers. let us know. Well, whatever. Bypass the password. Access the database. Just something. And we have a. We have some fun comments from the chat. I Please. love you guys. You're all terrible. Uh, Renji says they failed another city. 
That's why I love you. That's amazing. You're all terrible, but I love you. And there, uh, Ronald Edwards says, 10 nukes and 99 years later, we have the 100. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a CW show. Yeah. yeah. Mystic Lightning says, we Arrow Fathers <laughs> are the worst role models. True Wait, story. Arrow Fathers. Arrow, oh, and yeah. we, have, we have someone on Twitter saying, what about the ashes they gathered from Damien Dark? Save them for the next crossover, you guys. Or uh, Vandal Savage. Yeah, Vandal Savage. Savage, that's right. Thank you. Yeah. Save them for the next crossover. I, I, they're kind of sir not appearing in the rest of this series. He's got them in his back pocket right now. Maybe he'll use them after the end of the world. To, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a plot point. I don't know why you're asking us. We're not the writers. We can't answer that question for you. Maybe he watched Legends of Tomorrow and he poured them out. Mm. Uh, <laughs> wow! Oh, sorry. It was, just, it was just lying there and I couldn't. I'm sorry. I'll go now. I'm enjoying that show. I, I am too. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. So wow! Anyway. Are you watching no, it and not enjoying not, it or just no, not, I'm just not watching, watching it. it? No, I'm not watching it. Anyway, oh, that's different. Um, but <laughs> Helen Moving right along. says, I'm in the mainframe. <laughs> Bless you. What? I don't know. <laughs> I forget. Just approving of chat. Moving right along. Yeah. Have we talked about the flashbacks? No, Such that's actually where I was going to go. But before I went into the flashbacks, I actually wanted to mention the fact that Damien Dark, once that city was demolished, for lack of better words, they found him in his little threshold taking in all this power, right? And I'm all, there goes the tens of thousands of lives right into Damien Dark. That sucks. Yeah. It's like they're showing up right when he's getting his power, and I'm like, this is both the best and worst timing but ever. But can, can you, can you, okay, I get that he channels the power through the idol. It doesn't necessarily give him the powder. Powder? The powder. <laughs> uh, the power. But... Why not just kick the thing off? Kick the head off the table, crack it or something. That Destro- was like interrupt the inflow of dead lives was- if they can. Yeah, that was yeah. the first thought I had. Was Arrow. why don't why don't we break it? But we probably can't break it now that it's all magicy. Oh well, I mean, right. knock it off the table. <laughs> it's like uh, distort. Maybe those lives will go a different direction. Well, yeah. like, hold up a mirror or something. <laughs> he also I has telekinesis. Love- oh, I love that they brought the whole mayoral campaign thing back into focus. Like this is literally the reason they need it. like this. This is why we wanted the mystery shack because of the thing that's in it not because of the actual yeah no one here watches gravity falls that's great <laughs> uh, someone mystery out there's gonna shack. get that reference sounds great but it's it's that sort of thing like we don't care about what's associated with this building we just need this one specific little room that's in it to do our crazy mumbo jumbo stuff crazy mumbo jumbo stuff yes. so that's why so that's why they needed the mayor the mayoral race Mm. And that I'm really happy that they brought it back to that because that makes all of the sense. It it does, and I remember there being a couple of weeks in a row where we talked about what was the point of that? Is this going anywhere? Is it? Oh, we're done with this whole storyline. Okay, yeah. and good, goodbye. And now to see them actually tying it back in in a way that yeah, it actually does make sense is satisfying. I do think after this that Ruve is somehow going to wind up dead, and they will elect Oliver as mayor because he got like what forty eight percent of the write in vote, which was nuts. And it's not even that he lost the ele- right. He didn't lose the election. He walked away and then still almost won. won. Yeah. yeah. Even once he said, no, nah, nah, I'm good, guys. I'm not running. Still almost won. So I think he'd be the next person that'd go like, hey, our, our mayor was evil and is now dead. What are you doing like for the next couple of years? You, you good? You hey, free? Hey, are you free? I'm but can't you work really? on Saturday? <laughs> that goes into the whole double life thing. It really does. But let's be real. Oliver's kind of bitter right now. About the whole double life thing? Yeah. Well, 
But I feel like, too, that it, then it becomes a triple life because he's Oliver Queen, he has to then be the Green Arrow, and then he also has that's to be insane. Mayor Queen. That's what I'm right. saying. Yeah, like he's... It, that's I, a little bit much. That's a lot much. Yikes. I don't know. Maybe Either way, getting back into the flashbacks. in the comics, though. I think he's the mayor in the comics. He does become the mayor for a little while. Okay. Anyway, getting cool. back to the flashbacks. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'm good. I'm done. Ma- ma- magic. I mean, nothing. Ha- yeah. uh, nothing happened. Uh, dude, we saw. Still alive. We saw. Uh, I always call her Diana. What's her name? Tyana. 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 We saw her get the glowy eyes when she was running with the idol. So that obviously signifies something. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting, but it makes sense. The fact that as soon as she did that, Oliver hesitantly grabbed his gun and almost aimed it at her. Like, mm, I don't know what this means. Is this good, good magic? Bad magic? What's happening? Yeah. But she did stay behind. Are you a good witch or a bad she, Because witch? he did tell her to shoo-shoo, and she stayed behind. If it wasn't for her, he would have been dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we saw Ryder get shot a lot and be nothing, fine. Nothing. I did Actually, I really liked it. He He's fine. Like, he's clearly bulletproof, but Oliver shot him enough times that the force of the bullets made him fall down. That yeah. I really enjoyed. That's all I got. Okay. I feel like Oliver kept killing him and then the idol kept bringing him back. Like, here's another soul. Here's right, another soul. Like, I'm really glad you have, like, two dozen of these in reserve because you're bad at this. Here's another soul. <laughs> that was just like, like a Hez dispenser. Anyways, that's what I was going to say is that I felt like each time he was shot, it represented a life that got taken away from him that he had taken from somebody else. And at some point, he was taking lives from his own men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I was thinking that I don't know if Oliver consciously was thinking that as he was shooting him or he was just trying to get him on the ground, but if he's like, if I shoot him enough times, eventually he's going to die. He'll run out of lives. Does that mean we have to kill Damien Dark 10,000 times? Probably. (laughs) I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But we are running down on time, so I feel like (laughs) it's about that time to get into some news and gossip. Ah. After Buzz TV News. News! I have pictures and all sorts of such, so whatever gets picked up first is what we'll talk about. Um, Oh, Colton Haynes. So for those of you who have not heard, and I'm sure everybody has heard, but he's obviously officially come out. So congrats to him. Good man. But what I did not realize is the reason he was, you know, we, I, the news was, sorry, I'm all scratching my head. The news was originally when he didn't return to this season was that his contract was up. So they just let him do his business. Did not realize he actually opted out and chose to step away from the role because of his own health. He just felt like oh. for health reasons. And the reason is because of stress, stress and anxiety, because he felt like, A, he's been living a double life. Mm-hmm. Um, we can move on to the next picture. Oh, okay. Um, but that was just funny. Uh, sorry for those of you who are listening to the iTunes. It's he's looking like Spock right now. Oh, Vulcan Haynes. Totally yeah, that is totally Vulcan Haynes. Anyways, uh, going back into, can we go back to the pictures of Colton when he was younger, please? Oh, that's just him fancy. So uh, when he was younger, he was he's always been openly gay to his family, his friends, what have you. But obviously, he was given advice from somebody else coming up as a model, as an actor. Don't do that. So he became someone else and felt like he was living that someone else for quite some time. And through that, he was actually outed by somebody on Tumblr last year. It was a fan that found one of the old pictures. We can go to the next picture, please. Found an old picture of him, you know, when he was younger, kissing another boy, right? And he was not ready to deal with that, so... Basically, the kid said, oh, Colton Haynes, former past gay life or whatever. And he just captioned it like, hey, you know, life is short, love who you want to love or something. 
didn't think it was going to turn around and become what it is, which is this. All these people talking about his personal love life. Not cool, Tumblr guy. Which yeah. is why he felt the need to just disappear for a little while. But yeah, apparently... Um, Let's see what he had said. Uh, basically, he said he was in shock. He wasn't ready to be back in the headlines. And that he should have made a comment or statement, but he just wasn't ready. And at one point, he had had ulcer. Like, he was just dealing with so much. But it has been confirmed that he is coming back for season five. For a handful oh, of episodes, nice. apparently. Yeah. Well, I thought he was just going to come back, come back, because now that he's, you know, living life and feeling good, that maybe some of that stress went away. And yeah. hopefully he can get back to doing what he loves. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't read in what capacity he's coming back, like whether he's going to be a regular again or what, only that apparently it is multiple episodes. It's not just going to be a one and done. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, Interesting. Yeah, he said, I had to step away because I cared about my mental and physical health more than my career. I have had terminal anxiety my entire life, physically ill, fainting. I'm 27, and I have an ulcer. I had to step back. Wow. Fair enough. Yeah. So... That's something I didn't really even realize, to be honest with you. Um, either way, the next thing I want to talk about, Stephen Amell, if you guys have not seen the interview with Larry King, has officially given everybody a hard no to the idea of the Canary ever coming back. Because people were trying... You know, there was a petition started by fans. They were so upset that that character had gotten killed off. So when he had asked, because people were like, oh, the pit, the this, flashbacks. He's like, maybe a few flashbacks, but no, she's dead. There's always mm. a petition started by fans. At least they're not sending in coffee packets to the CW. But again, as we've discussed, Katie Cassidy is going to be Earth 2 Laurel next week on The Flash. Yeah. So yeah. we can dimension hop. So again, so this So we can Laurel, see her die twice in a month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that is totally what's going to happen, isn't it? <laughs> oh, man. That's totally... Because I was going to be like, because you could totally just have Earth 2 Laurel show up again, and then she's going to die, and so we never have to bring her back. But, I never said I was a good person. Oh, man. Uh, that's exactly what they're going to do, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I don't know. But in honor, if you Next guys have not seen it, and I'm sure you probably already have, so just enjoy a second time around. But this is the trailer featuring Stephen Amell for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Just to celebrate. Yay! Let's push play. So, yeah. Hockey man and dinosaur boys. I yes. cannot get over the fact that he's a freaking corrections officer in this. You know, it's I interesting. Can't. In this, he mentions something about being a vigilante. And I'm all, oh. In an interview, I, I read it somewhere. I cannot remember which site for the life of me. He talked about Casey's development and starting as a corrections officer and being somewhere when events go down and then becoming a vigilante from there. And I'm like, mm, mm, hmm. Well, last question. Last question, though. This is the Arrow After Show, but just a really quick vote. Is anybody like, yeah, I'm going to go see this movie? No. So I don't I cannot know get over those designs. The turtles, I, I can't. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the first rebooted. No, Teenage I wouldn't see it because of the turtles. So I they saw look awful. it. I saw it, and without really like aggressively stating any one way or the other, it, it's not for me. I'll put it that way. I was actually never really a turtles kid growing up. I was. But me too. I but I totally respect in this one, you know, they're doing like Krang and they're doing Bebop and Rocksteady and Shredders the in it. Van. Yeah. Like, it seems like they're really going for it, which I appreciate. I still don't know that this iteration of it is for me. 
I just can't get past the designs visually. Yeah, I just, I just think they need a new graphic artist, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say Turtle Van. The Turtle Van looks great. The Turtles don't. And that's <laughs> uh, the yeah. most underdesigned Casey Jones I think I've yeah. ever seen. But I mean, I would still me. support it for Stephen Amell's sake because I love him. I love that he's got such a major role in a big movie picture. So I will support. But oh, yeah. we are running down on time. So let's do some really quick predictions. TV predictions. So we know that Thea obviously has been brainwashed. Everyone's finally, finally looking for Thea, and she is not having it. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, I feel like for someone like Thea, okay, we knew she was going on vacation. We knew it would be a couple days. She's incommunicado, but she's on vacation. She's with her boyfriend. It's okay. It's when she doesn't come back after a certain amount of time that you kind of go, uh-huh. Apparently they had a lot going on. Um, quick, quickly from Tari, since I haven't heard from you. I think that they're going to use the power of friendship to defeat <laughs> Damien Dare. And you. I'm going to yeah, friendship, like the Care Bear Stare yeah. is how they take him down. It'll be great. Totally, yeah. The elements of harmony. Yeah, and they <laughs> sing, and it's awesome. Ooh. And John Behrman will be on a pony. Okay. Um, John thank Behrman you guys. will be a pony. He will be a pony. <laughs> farting like stardust and rainbows and everything. Anyway, um, thank you guys so much for joining us today on the Arrow After Show. We had a blast chatting with you. Make sure you find us on all social media at AfterBuzz TV and find us individually. I'm Ali Kona Bradford at Boys and Beauty 01. Be sure to check out my YouTube channel, Boys and Beauty, which, by the way, I had Echo Kellum guest a few weeks ago in the tub. So look for it. The end. And I am Lex Michael. All of our social media at the Lex Michael. I too this week will be hanging out in my bathtub. <laughs> All day, I'm every Tari. day. <laughs> I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. T A U R I J A Y. And I just started an Instagram, so follow me there as well. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kia J. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. Also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. I will not be hanging out on my tub. I will also not be on the show next week. I'll be in Spokane for Z Nation. What up? Uh, Robots in Disguise season finale is this Sunday. Thank you so much to GBEU for leaving us a lovely review on iTunes. Review us on iTunes. We love you all. We have shirts on Public. Search Kia J. Oh, oh, really quick. If it's the 19th next week, because I'm bad at dates, I think it It is. is. It might be. It is. We are going who have a special guest FaceTime us. James Banford, who is the stunt coordinator for the Arrow Show, will be tuning in and FaceTiming and talking about all sorts of cool stuff. So don't miss that next week. Sweet. Yeah. See you then. Goodbye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 